Why the renewed interest in buying made in the UK products? And will it continue after the lockdown? That's what I'm going to be covering on today's episode. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips for making in the UK. So let's crack on with the show. Welcome to episode 119 of the Make It British podcast. I just need to warn you, I'm putting a little bit of a disclaimer in at the beginning of this podcast today because having listened back to it, I realised that the fan in my Chinese made Macintosh computer decided to really heat up while I was recording this. So if you wonder what that weird whirring noise is in the background for half of it. I apologise now. My MacBook, which is relatively new, decided to have some heatwave meltdown. So I hope it doesn't spoil your enjoyment of this podcast. So on today's episode, I thought I would have a positive outlook on things today because I feel like it's been a bit negative Nelly over the last few weeks talking about PPE and how we couldn't get it made in the UK to start with. And I don't want to continue on that negative tip. So today I've got some good news to share with you. And really, it is about the fact that I think we're going through a very interesting change in terms of people's perceptions of made in the UK products and of their buying habits. So we have a live chat uh, facility, a little pop-up. It's on the bottom right-hand corner of our website on Make It British. And we get hundreds of people commenting and leaving questions and having a chat with us through the live chat every day on our website. And it's a really good gauge of what people are thinking right now, what they're looking for. So a month ago, it was full of messages from people looking for PPE or offering to help make PPE. But recently, I've noticed a really interesting change. And we have seen over a 200% increase in the amount of people that are coming to our website and asking for British made products. And it's always a certain product. So Particularly at the moment, we are seeing people asking for things like white goods. You know, my washing machine has just packed up. Where can I now buy one that's made in the UK? Or I'm buying a rug for my house. I want to treat myself and make myself feel special while we're in lockdown. Do you know anywhere um, that's got one that's made in the UK? Because I want it to be made in the UK. And that's what we're hearing time and time again from people specifically seeking out products now that are made in the UK. And I actually, the last time I saw such an interest was in 2012 when we had the London Olympics and what else happened in that was the Queen's jubilee wasn't it in that year as well and there was you know a lot of union jack flag wave waving and i'm proud to 
be British or live in the UK and I want to buy products that are made in the UK. I think this is quite different now. I think the difference this time round and the renewed interest we're seeing at the moment, I think, is for the reasons that people are now looking to buy these products made locally. And what I think that is, is firstly, they want to support local businesses. So people actively seeking out products that are made in the UK, particularly ones that are made local to them. So we are getting people asking questions like, I live in Manchester. Do you know anyone in Manchester that can make coats, for instance, or that, 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 that you know, a brand that's based near me that sells that sort of product? The other thing, of course, is that people are turning away from imported goods, particularly those from China, and they're looking closer to home to buy products that are made here because a lot of people are saying, I'm doing this because I want to help support our economy. And I know that when we come out of this coronavirus situation that we're going through at the moment, and you know, there's gonna the economy is gonna be in a real mess. And I want to actually support the companies that we have here and the the brands that manufacture goods in the UK. And I want to do that as well because I know that'll help give jobs to people that maybe have lost their job during the current coronavirus crisis. So different reasons from from a few years ago when more people are like, oh, I want to buy British because I want to support British products. It's very much now about buying things that are locally made, and particularly very locally made and very regional, which is brilliant. So what I've also noticed and what we're hearing back from our members that make it British and the brands that we're talking to at the moment is that despite the fact that there is a massive downturn, people are buying less at the moment, people are having to save their money. So many people are on furlough at the moment, they can't afford the normal things, but they are treating themselves and they are buying things, particularly from unique brands that maybe make in smaller quantities, they have something a bit different. And particularly those brands that have online stores, obviously, because people are starting People are going online at the moment rather than being able to go to shops. So they're having time at home to surf the web and look and find what products they can find that are different and a bit unique. So they're not just trudging down their normal high street and looking in the same old shops, but they're doing that online. And that's how they're also finding us at Make It British, because they probably put a search in for Made in the UK and we come up number top one in Google So they come on our website and they're asking for these certain products, which is just brilliant. And the other thing that I think that comes as part of this is people turning away from fast fashion and thinking about buying investment pieces and things that last a long time. And those things from brands that have a story to tell and have true provenance about them and where the brands are actually talking directly to you and you feel like you're something special and you're buying something special and not just the same thing as everyone else has. And being made in the UK, products are generally made in much smaller quantities and they're not mass produced. So they automatically have that slightly more kind of niche cachet about them because there's something a little bit different and a little bit special. At least that's that's how I feel about them. The other thing that occurred to me when we come out of the coronavirus 
um, situation and the lockdown and stores start opening again, the stock that's going to be in them is kind of going to be a little bit tired because it's not going to be in the right season. And particularly when we're talking about fashion, for so long, we've been buying products that are out of season or they go into the store when it's not the right season. So for instance, the sales happen, don't they, in like May in a lot of the high street stores, but our weather only just warms up in May. And at the moment, at the time of recording this, it is mid-May, but the stores won't even have sold the product that would have gone in in March. So actually, winter will be going in the stores soon, but we never had summer and it's just going to be so off kilter. It just makes my head hurt even thinking about it. And I do think that that may make people stop and think, well, actually, do I really need to buy that? Because I didn't need it for the last two months while I was in lockdown. Um, and maybe I just need to think a little bit more about what I'm buying and when and not just go rushing to the sales and just buy the cheapest thing that's going. People are going to have a lot less money going forward for quite a foreseeable amount of time. Now, that could go two ways, couldn't it? They could either head out to the shops and just go go to the sales because all the stores are going to be marking everything down because they're going to have to get rid of the product that's not the right season that's in stores. And they'll either go and buy stuff again, go back to their old habits and buy really cheap products again because they're in the sale and they need to. Or will they buy just one or two things which are investment pieces, which are made to last, which aren't such seasonal products, but are better quality? And those sorts of products are generally much cheaper in the long run when it comes to cost per wear or per use. So, for instance, a pair of shoes that's made in Northampton can be resold and restitched, provided the uppers are still okay. They can still be, um, you know, resold and worn again and again, year after year after year. So, a pair of shoes that might have cost three or four hundred pounds, if you've had them for five years, are a lot better value than a pair of shoes that cost fifty quid. And because they are um, seasonal and you know they're cheap things and they're made from you know, not proper leather and they're not stitched very well and actually they go out of fashion, then, the, the you know, you're going to need 10 of those pairs of those if you keep changing them and keep having to change them rather than those good old faithful one pair of shoes. So I do think there'll be a bit of a mindset shift. So I do think that people are now looking for more made in the UK goods because they know that they're going to be of better quality and that they will last longer and will we also see a bit of a make, do and mend and people repairing things rather than rushing out and buying something new? And will they look to buy products in the UK that can be repaired because they're made locally and you can get the parts for them? One of the ways that we can certainly overcome these issues specifically as well, if you are listening to this and your company that manufactures in the UK, you've got a brand that makes in the UK, or you're thinking of doing so, is about educating your customers about the cost per use or the cost per wear of your product and about the value of them and how they are better value for money than other 
purchasing decisions that people could make. And in particular, labelling that it's made in the UK and telling the story behind your product, particularly if it's locally made. And I would like to hope that the government will support UK manufacturing as we come out of Brexit and that there will be support for those companies that make here and that there will be a raising of the profile of those companies and brands that make here for the good of UK industry and for the good of the UK economy. So that is one of my my hopes. I really do hope that we will see it being supported because if the general public and the buying public are supporting buying more British made goods, then let's make that easier for them to achieve and make it British. One of the ways that we're going to be doing that is that we have a directory on our website at the moment of all of our members and we are about to relaunch that. It's one of those things that we've been doing in lockdown that we're really excited about and it's been brought about because there are so many more people asking where they can buy certain British-made products. So my dream is it for our directory to be the biggest searchable database of British made goods. And to that end, we will be relaunching the directory very soon, which is really exciting and making it much easier for people to find things in there and all sorts of things that are made in the UK so they can shop directly with those brands and businesses that make locally. So really excited about that. And that should be launching very soon. And I will let you know about it on the podcast. Of course, you'll be the first to know. In the meantime, I would love to hear what your thoughts are about buying made in the UK products. Have you started seeking out more products that are made in the UK since we've been in the lockdown? Has it changed your perception about fast fashion or buying mass produced goods? And instead, are you buying and treating yourself to investment pieces and products that you know are built to last? And are you doing that more than you were a couple of months ago? So I'd love to hear from you. You can always email me, kate at makeitbritish.co.uk, or you can pop on the aforementioned live chat on the Make It British website. That's a great place. If you're looking for a particular product, pop on there and tell us what it is you're looking for, because if it's not already on there, we'll make sure that it is at some point in the near future as we rebuild the new directory on the website. And I'd also like to say that if you are sitting around in lockdown and you find yourself with just five minutes spare, it would be lovely if you enjoy this podcast. Please, could you leave me a review on iTunes? Just a short one. It would be very much appreciated if you spent just a couple of minutes leaving a review. I know iTunes doesn't make it that easy to leave reviews. It's a bit of a round the houses way that you have to do it via the app on your phone. And But it would be very much appreciated if you are a regular listener. And I know I get emails from a lot of you saying that you listen to this podcast regularly. Please, could you take just a couple of minutes to write a review. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. 
I make an episode every Tuesday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British-made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.